I'm Thomas Woodhouse, chaplain of the Queen's Chapel of the Savoy. Welcome to our podcast for the second Sunday of Easter. Our thanks to Tim Hamilton for the choral contributions and to Chris Adcock, the Duchy of Lancaster's Chief Finance Officer and Chairman of the Chapel Council for reading the lessons. Working from different locations and over a number of days, they have helped to make it possible for us to reflect and pray together when the worship of the chapel is suspended. Welcome. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent and obedient heart, to the end that we obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we most chiefly so to do, when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore, I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice unto the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus you are Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and have given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people being penitent the absolution and remission of their sins, he pardoneth and absolveth all them that truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do wear in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, they that should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. On the day of the Pentecost, Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. You that are Israelites, listen to what I have to say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God 
with deeds of power, wonders, and signs that God did through him among you. As you yourselves know, this man handed over to you according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Fellow Israelites, I may say to you confidently of our ancestor David, that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would put one of his descendants on his throne. Foreseeing this, David spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, saying, He was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh experience corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that all of us are witnesses. Here ends the first reading. Psalm 16 Preserve me, O God, for in thee have I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, my goods are nothing unto thee. For my delight is upon the saints that are in the earth, and upon such as excel in virtue. But they that run after another god will have great trouble. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, neither make mention of their names upon my lips. The Lord himself is a portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou shalt maintain my lot. The lot is fallen unto me in a fair ground, yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will thank the Lord for giving me warning. My veins also chasten me in the night season. I have set God always before me, for he is on my right hand, therefore I shall not fall. Wherefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoiced, my flesh also shall rest in hope. For why, thou shalt not leave my soul in hell, neither shalt thou suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. Thou shalt show me the path of life, in thy presence is the fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there is pleasure for evermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to John. When it was evening on the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. 
After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father hath sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. Here ends the second reading. Oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Uh, the Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thy inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. And because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. The collects of the day, and for peace, and for grace. Almighty Father, you have given your only Son to die for our sins and to rise again for our justification. Grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness that we may always serve you in pureness of living and truth through the merits of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defence, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance, and to do always that is righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In this Easter season, and in these very challenging days, let us continue to fix our gaze on him who died for us, rose for us, and lives for us. Let us pray. Lord, our Heavenly Father, the high and mighty King of kings, 
Lord of Lords, the only ruler of princes, who dost from thy throne behold all the dwellers upon earth. Most heartily we beseech thee with thy favour to behold our most gracious sovereign lady, Queen Elizabeth, and so replenish her with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, that she may always incline to thy will and walk in thy way, endue her plenteously with heavenly gifts, and grant her in health and wealth long to live. Strengthen her that she may vanquish and overcome all her enemies, and finally after this life she may attain everlasting joy and felicity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer by John Wittering of Farn. Christ crucified. There is amongst all the benefits which thou hast conferred upon the human race from the beginning, none which claims my love with better right, none which affects me more powerfully, carrying me wholly out of my very self, than that when we were thine enemies, Thou didst reconcile us to God in thy blood, and through thy death didst make friends of thine enemies. Most lovable to me is he who spared not himself, that he might gain me, nor can I find any way of repaying his most painful death, other than by greatly loving him, who first loved me so much as to lay down his life for me. What agony, what friendship, what love. Amen. We are pilgrims on a journey, fellow travellers on the road. We are here to help each other walk the mile and bear the load. We thank you, Lord, that our life with you is not fixed in one state, but is a progression from one point to another, giving scope for development and improvement on the way. We thank you also that you are always yourself, immutable, always our shining goal. We thank you, Lord, for our fellow travellers, and for the help they give us, even when they themselves are unaware of it. We thank you also for the help which we can give them. We thank you for your gift of love, which will bind us together. We thank you that we can look forward to the beginning of the real story, the story of resurrection which no one on earth has read, which goes on forever, in which every chapter is better than the one before. Amen. And now may I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
In Royal Wotton Bassett and in Dorchester, where at different times I was the parish priest, we had two wonderfully colourful town criers, men of stature, men committed to service in their local community. Peter puts me in mind of them as he seeks to silence the crowd. He could almost have started with, oh yay, oh yay, men of Judah and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Peter addresses the people in a way that suggests he has assumed a position of leadership among what is becoming the church though not yet named as such. And it is here where we find him today, at the beginning of the story that is the Church of God. In John's Gospel, the moment of Pentecost confirms our inheritance. Jesus breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. One's Christian life holds within it a series of epiphanies, sudden and striking realisations of God, eureka moments triggered by new insights. So too is it a life with more than just one Pentecost. In the Eastern Church, Pentecost refers to the entire 50 days of Easter, while in the Old Testament the word translates a year of jubilee, a year of celebration. The Holy Spirit, gifted to the church at Pentecost, swirls around us all the time. But there are moments of jubilee when the Spirit touches us in extraordinary and beautiful ways. Oftentimes, when we least expect. Thomas, we are told, was not there on the first day of the week. But he had been there at the beginning of our Lord's Passion. And he had encouraged his fellow disciples to go and to die with Jesus. Even if now he doubts for a moment, he had remained with Jesus through his agony. And Jesus doesn't come across as angry with Thomas. Instead, he simply shows him his wounds. Jesus helps Thomas refocus on the things that matter. Our task, as it was Thomas's, is to witness to the wounds of Jesus. By so doing, we address the scars within our own communities that need healing. Our Easter hope in these challenging times is that we, the Church, the Body of Christ, have been working and worshipping beyond the boundaries of our church buildings, like never before, or at least since before we had church buildings, and that is millenniums ago. 
No one can say that in 2020 we spent the Easter season in church with no regard for the world beyond. On the whole, that isn't true anyway. But this year, we couldn't even get into church. Instead, we are the embodiment of Jesus in our communities, of the many signs that Jesus did and still does. The disciples had met together and Jesus stood among them. This community of believers were ready to receive the Holy Spirit. They experienced the peace that praying together as a body can bring. They were open to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The worship, prayer and fellowship of the worshipping community even in these times when worship, prayer and fellowship are experienced remotely, remains the seedbed in which the Holy Spirit grows. As this Easter season moves towards the Feast of Pentecost, a foretaste of which we have shared in today, we will move together as a worshipping community embedded in our local community. And the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Sustainer, who ministered to Jesus in the margins of Holy Week, will continue in the margins of our lives, comforting our aloneness, sustaining us in isolation, bringing peace, growing fellowship, aiding prayer, and turning even the most mundane tasks into worship and song. So may the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia, alleluia.